It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I'm Josh and I'm joined by... It's Mindy. Yes, as usual, Mindy's here. Yes. (laughs) What's up? Nothing, just um, hanging out. Fourth of July. Yeah, we're recording on the Fourth of July, so uh, happy Fourth, everybody, even though it'll be like the second week of July by the time (laughs) this comes out, but you know, you get the gist. Um, Our neighbors, if you hear some popping and like uh, bottle rockets and whatever, it's crackles... Um, they're, they're doing fireworks cause it's about nine o'clock. So, I mean, yeah, I guess dark. it's about the time for them to do it, but of course they started like right when we were about to record. Yeah. Um, and the dogs are, um, <laughs> under my chair and under the table right now. So yeah. Scared. I think the bigger one, Prince is, is more scared. He was shaking earlier when there was just little crackles and yeah, I think Joaquin <laughs> is just more reacting to Prince. Yeah. Scared. He just has to be his little, he's like his support animal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully they w- won't be too distracting. I don't think it's too loud on the mics, but, um, if it is deal with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as far as quarantine corner goes, um, we have our, our tasting coming up for our wedding foods, I guess we're going to do some fancy, mm-hmm. some fancy dishes. What yes. was it? Like, uh, some kind of like we, uh, we chose quail firecrackers. Yeah, which I'm not sure. Wrapped what in that bacon. Is. There's like a. Uh, are we doing the risotto thing? Uh, I think so. Crab and pesto. Yeah, there's a few different ones that they're really fancy. So we're looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I remember when I worked at weddings. One of my favorite things we used to um, serve as hors d'oeuvres were um, cheesesteak egg rolls. Mm. That shit was the best. You that always, sounds pretty good. Yeah, I would always like have like once people had like their film there was only one left i would just take it down to the kitchen and eat it on my way down <laughs> the stairs were they okay with that or do yeah, you just sneak yeah. it yeah i mean it, it's just one like it's it's not like hurting anyone or anything. <laughs> it's true yeah i, I mean i probably would have done the same that yeah. sounds really good um yeah and then besides that much of the same i'm still playing last of us I been. made a really, really good blueberry muffins today. Yeah, she made some blueberry muffins. Um, I'm killing zombies. That's the that's it. That's quarantine <laughs> corner, right? <laughs> Pretty <laughs> we much. Got, we got that done in like a minute. Um, but for this week, we're going to be talking about. Um, I, I guess I'm just going to call it the filthy rich. Would that apply to your yeah your story? Okay, yeah. good. Um, so yeah, I mean millionaires, billionaires, even just like celebrities, like, I'm sure that would come into the play somewhere. Maybe neither of us are even close to that, but uh, I mean we're we're good. We yeah. have a nice house. We have pets. We have what we need. You know? Yeah. But I mean, of course, it could always like I could use like a, a full size basketball court, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> or a pool, but I know you know that that's, those uh, are no, very hard no. to maintain. Yeah, without I, like a. I grew up with the pool, so it's kind of like I know all the chemicals and like everything that goes into making <laughs> a pool, and it's not it's not worth it. Yeah, in my opinion. I mean, what if you had like one person that like a, whose job it was like a you hired someone to just maintain it all the time. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but no. they also have to be doing like gardening work mm, and yeah. other stuff like that to keep them busy. Yeah, yeah. They give them a good wage too. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of hard work. Yeah. So maybe in like uh, in like twenty years, we'll be talking about ourselves in this 
<laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> Filthy rich is I, like... I, I make good money, you, but not yeah, that. Yeah, you got to be like... A, I don't know, maybe besides athletes and like entertainers and stuff and politicians, maybe like a surgeons, I think, make a shitload probably. Yeah, I mean, also if you maybe invest in real estate. That that's, too. That's kind of what I want to do with this house. Like, you know, pay off the mortgage and then once we get to a good point, like buy a nicer house and then have this to rent. Yeah. And that could pay for our mortgage for the new house. Hmm. Wait, I'm thinking. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. We didn't even have this conversation yet. Yeah. Let's cut the mics real quick. <laughs> we got to talk. <laughs> I mean, that's way in the future. Yeah. That's yeah, something yeah. that I've always had in mind. That's why I like where our house mm-hmm. is because it's near um, the university. Yeah. So there's always going to be someone. That's it's near a lot of stuff, really. Yeah. It's in the good area. But anyways, so um, I guess let's just jump into it then because our last few episodes have been going like past 50 minutes. So <laughs> hopefully this won't be. Uh, I don't think it will. So as usual, we'll go ahead and get started with the fan favorite segment. I feel like this story is one that you'll be like, well, that kind of sucks, but I kind of get it. Okay. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into uh, questioning Florida. All right, so this is from clickorlando.com. This is from June 22nd of this year. Florida woman threatens couple with taser in attempt to steal puppy for sale. Okay, yeah, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A Florida woman in Deltona, Florida. Well, what kind of puppy, though? Uh, I'll get into that. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's that's the whole... That was supposed to be the point of this segment was you have a question about it. <laughs> All right, that's a question and that will be answered. A Florida woman is behind bars after she threatened a couple with a taser in an attempt to steal a puppy they were selling. Deputies responded to a home along Gretna Drive in Deltona Saturday after receiving reports of an attempted armed robbery. The caller informed 911 dispatch that a woman had tried to rob them of a puppy with a taser and took off in a, in a blue four-door passenger vehicle with a dent on the driver's side door, according to a report. Uh, makes sense. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there, there should be so many cars with dents on the... <laughs> in on Florida the, in general? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, deputies searched for the vehicle described and quickly located a vehicle in the, matching, or in the area matching the description. Deputies made contact with the driver of the car and identified her as Sally Schweitzer, who began to then make comments related to the incident described by dispatch. Deputies then made contact with the victims, a husband and wife, who were selling five Australian Shepherd puppies for $1,200 each. Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) Now you get it. Uh, They were selling them through a Craigslist ad, which Australian Shepherd, as you know, is one of my favorites now that I had that one that I, my sister used to watch. Mm-hmm. Bodie, Bodie, uh, since he was a puppy, like they're they're like one of the cutest puppies ever. Mm-hmm. And then he grew up and well, got all crazy. Will I get a picture of said puppy? You will. Yeah. Yes. That's what I have lined up. I'm, I'll have Facebook already opened up, <laughs> waiting for the picture. <laughs> You're waiting for it. Um, I have it already. I'm going to enter it, but I want again. I'm going to want you to guess her age. So think about that while you hear the rest of the story. Yeah, the husband told deputies that Schweitzer made contact with them through Craigslist and arranged a time to purchase the puppy. She spent 90 minutes at the home before the husband told her, you either buy the puppy or you leave, <laughs> a report showed. So he's probably like, okay, let's come on. Yeah. He, uh, Schweitzer then told the couple she did not have any money and pulled a taser from her purse and told the couple she was taking a puppy. Mm. So she continued to threaten the couple and told them to go inside or she would have to, quote, take them down. <laughs> well, that's not cool. Yeah. Uh, a report said that she activated the taser and lunged at the couple, but the husband was able to push her away. Mm. Deputies reviewed surveillance video from the home that showed the incident and it confirmed the events that they described. 
She later told deputies that she wanted to purchase a puppy, but had very little money and tried to talk down the price of the puppy with the couple. Okay. <laughs> what? No, I'm just, it's going on to my algorithm oh, of, of like trying to figure out her age. Okay. Yeah. Remember it's Florida though, so it might not make sense or it will. Uh, Schweitzer later admitted to deputies that she went to get the puppy without any money at all and intended on taking one without paying, according to her report. <laughs> Smart, I guess. <laughs> she later told deputies she was, quote, sorry for her actions and she was not thinking clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, it seems very... <laughs> You had so much time to go back. Like, she went to the ad. She, like, set up the appointment. She got her taser. She got, like, she traveled over there. Like, at any of those points, you wouldn't, you would think maybe, oh, you have some moment of clarity, but no. And you can just also adopt a puppy. It's it's way less expensive. <laughs> yeah. And it needs, a puppy's need homes. Uh, she apparently didn't have any money, so even that. Oh, okay. Well, she couldn't travel, though. She has gas money. Yeah. Someone just got shot outside. Um, When deputies searched Schweitzer's vehicle, they found the pink taser used in the attempt to steal a puppy, as well as a nine millimeter gun. I don't know why, like (laughs) people, like people make weapons like tasers and knives that are pink or like pink camo. Like you don't need. I I, I don't need to feminize this weapon. You want to be stylish as you kill? Yeah. No, I just need it to fucking work. Yeah. I don't know. At least um, they don't say the the gun is pink, but she also had a nine millimeter gun in the car. So at least she left it in there. But okay, so deputies completed a risk protection order for the couple and took Schweitzer to the county jail where she was charged with aggravated assault with attempt to commit a felony, attempted robbery with a deadly weapon and aggravated assault with attempt to commit a felony. Oh, they said that twice. They had that twice in this professional article. (laughs) Schweitzer is being held without bond. So this is where I ask you, how old is, what's her first name? Is Sally Schweitzer, the woman that went to a couple's home and pulled a taser on them to try to take a puppy. I'm going to say she's 35. 35? Yeah. Let me send you the picture now so you can see that they actually just have like a picture of her and the gun and the puppies all in one so you oh she looks older than 35 <laughs> she is older than 35 oh, the, the puppies are cute <laughs> they're little black and white little Aussie, Aussie shepherds mm-hmm. um then in the middle they have her taser, taser her pink taser and then her gun that, yeah and uh her actual age is 58 50, sadly um. sadly she's that old and still <laughs> does shit like this yeah. um <laughs> Florida, yeah. what are you gonna yeah. expect? What are you what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um so let's get into her so this is um Florida woman's score this time. So oh. finally got a woman one on here. Do you get a point if it's a woman? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's just it's the same. It's a Florida man score that I'm using. And I'm gonna I think if I remember going forward because the Florida for the uh, on the score is like F is for the firearms, L is for location. It's like every letter in Florida stands for something. That's how you get points. Oh yeah. It's a big chart. So let's do the mugshot out of the way. That's five points because they have her mugshot there. So the F for firearms and weapons, anytime any firearm is mentioned, it's one point. So there's one. For locations, they had a street address named again. That's one. Mm-hmm. And then this one is very specific. A home in question not owned by Florida man <laughs> or woman in this case. It's random. Yeah. So, I mean, it happened in someone else's home. That's another two points. For objects, there's no objects that matched, I mean, that were in the list of Florida stuff, so. Just the weapons? (laughs) Yeah. For reasons for arrest is R, and these were all attempted, but I'm just going to count them anyways, (laughs) because 
Um, Burglar and Theft 2 and Assault Without a Deadly Weapon is 3. Um, injuries was is the I in Florida. There were no injuries, thankfully. Also, for the D for drugs and alcohol, no. I mean, maybe, but maybe nothing, but not, nothing mentioned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then A, animals, of course. There's puppies, puppies there. This dog is two points. For a grand total of 16, I think it's the second time in a row we've had 16 <laughs> following last guy's machete tattoo or last oh, yeah. following last week's machete I'm tattoo really, like impressed with myself yeah. with that yeah. one <laughs> that was impressive you guessed his age and like where his tattoo was <laughs> that was pretty good yeah this time i don't blame you for not guessing 50 in their 50s because she has a pink taser and she tried to steal a puppy with it <laughs> yeah i don't know i just kind of thought maybe like okay it can't be 20 that seems too young yeah like maybe she's a, someone that's like really desperate for a man or something but then it's like i don't have any money or i'm not attractive enough Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna go steal these puppies and try to get some kind of meaning in my life yeah puppies yeah that's and that seems like a 35 kind of thing (laughs) yeah i'm sure there's been some that have done something similar in Mm -hmm. that age range for sure in florida but anyways um yeah so that's questioning florida (laughs) as usual disappointing sad but at least it's cute this time. Yeah. A little bit, cute. but... Well, I mean, the puppies, the puppies are cute. were, yeah. That's Hopefully, they're all doing all right. Yeah. I, I feel like they their family seems like they, they're doing the right thing by, like, if they don't have... You know, a lot of people just, like, keep... If you have, like, a, a lot of pets and you can't even, like, keep up with them, you just, like... You kind of neglect them a little bit instead of trying to find a good home for them and stuff. Yeah, because you get too attached to yeah. them. Yeah, or not even that. Just like you just are not responsible people. And <laughs> you're just <laughs> like, okay, well, you had four puppies. Let's just, you know, here, I can only afford this much. And you can just stay outside all day and don't really give them a quality of life. That's not cool. Yeah. But hopefully these people are good. Yeah, I don't think I could do more than three dogs at a time. More than two even, right? Or you think we could have a third? I think we could have a third. <laughs> But yeah. I think that'd be the most we could have. It would, yeah. Who knows how these two would get along with them? Because they're already like crazy when they they attached go out. To and, hip. Yeah, they're attached to each other, and then like they're when like we liter- literally laying next to each other. Right <laughs> yeah. Now. And then Joaquin has his head on on a like the chair. <laughs> yeah. He's a cutie. It's like a cat dog over here. Well, dog <laughs> dog, I guess. Dog dog. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's jump back into the. Well, jump for the first time into our topic, the filthy rich, and then I'll wrap it up with something afterward. So go okay. ahead and take it away. Okay, so this is about Sarah Rector. Mm-hmm. You probably have no idea who she is. No, I do not. Okay, so I'll tell you. She was born in 1902 in an all-black town called Taft, which is in the eastern part of Oklahoma. Okay. Back then, it was an Indian territory. She had five siblings, and she lived with both of her parents. And they were from African. They were African descendants of the uh, Masochi Creek National Creek Indians hmm. before the Civil War. It's a mouthful. Yeah, it's a lot. And so, the area they were there at became part of the Masochi Creek Nation after a treaty from 1866. Okay. Um, and so, what this treaty said. Someone's attacking us. Get down. <laughs> um, was that descendants of these uh, Native Americans in this area were free men and they were entitled to uh, land allotments. Mm-hmm. And so so because of this, nearly 600 black children uh, were granted land. 
Hmm. And one of those people was Sarah Richter. And at the time, she was 11. So they gave her 60 um, acres of land and re- she received a parcel of $556. Okay. Uh, which is um, $556 is a good amount of money, but not like rich. Right. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. Um, the land is what's going to matter. Unfortunately, like the U.S. government mm-hmm. is always keen to do, they <laughs> give Native Americans the shittiest land, <laughs> and as that is like some kind of an apology and okay yeah. for all the really almost like killing 90% of their population right. because of disease and war, but we don't talk about that. Like we don't talk about the concentration camps of the Japanese during World War II. Anyways, <laughs> um, so when she got those 60 miles, um, you know, her family lived there and they tried to do the farming. But again, the land was really rocky. Um, and so they they couldn't really grow anything. Um, and she had to pay an annual tax of thirty dollars, <laughs> uh, which kind of sucks. Yeah. And so obviously they're poor and they can't really pay that. So to help pay for the property taxes in February, 1911, her father leased um, her land to the standard oil company. Hmm. Um, And so in 1913, an independent oil driller, his name was BB Jones drilled a well into the property, which produced a quote gusher and began to bring in 2,500 barrels of oil a day. Oh shit. That's like, there will be blood. Yeah. Well, you didn't see that, did you? I didn't see that movie, but, it's about, but I understand it's the about reference. Oil, yeah. um, <laughs> as soon as the Standard Oil Company struck oil, um, she started receiving a daily income of three hundred dollars, which is equivalent daily. to around uh, seventy five hundred dollars a day. Damn. After a certain point, her income taxes were higher than the entire state of Oklahoma based <laughs> oh, on her profit. Yeah, because they were going by percentage or whatever. Uh, yeah, because she um, she earned over uh, $112,000 a year, which is about <laughs> $3 million today. So, like, because she was leasing the land, I guess, and they, they yeah, were getting it, the, all the, of that? Yeah, because the land is still technically hers, but she was just letting people, like, you know, drill for oil so she could pay that um, property tax. Right. But then they struck oil, and technically it's still her land, so... Dang. She earned them. <laughs> Not really earned. They kind of gave her that yeah. land. I mean, they she gave... made the choice to lease it, so it kind of... Yeah, but it's just kind of like the white man, like thinking he's <laughs> gonna giving her, these people shitty land, mm-hmm. and now uh, look what happened. Um, anyways, good for her though. Yeah, uh, but the government didn't want a child who descended from slaves to have access to that kind of mm, money. Of course, <laughs> the law at the time required full-blooded Indians, uh, black adults, and children who are citizens of the Indian Territory with a significant property and money to be assigned a quote well-respected white guardian. And as you can guess, (laughs) it was kind of corrupt. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. And so... Who would have thought? Yeah. And so her so-called guardian stole money and property from the people that they were supposed to be helping. Mm -hmm. So, you gotta remember, it's not just her. There's other, like, you know, Indians and African-American people that, you know, raised a good amount of money. And so they had to have these guardians and... (laughs) Yeah. Corruption and stuff. It can't give them too much power. Mm-hmm. Or wealth. 
Because God forbid. Okay, well, I'll get into that. Yeah. So, um, so once the oil was discovered on her land, she became a millionaire overnight. Um, the Oklahoma legislator went so far as to declare Sarah Richter a white person. As reported in the Chicago Defender, quote, the white people have become so alarmed at the enormous wealth of this young girl that they do not like such wealth belonging to a girl of Afro-American blood. End quote. Um, so the state of Oklahoma declared her white, hmm. which allowed her to avoid Jim Crow laws at the time mm, yeah. um, that banned people from first class railroad cars. Um, so I guess now that she's rich, she can go on first class railroad car- cars. I guess, yeah. Anyways. Um, now that she's white. Yeah, now that she's white. <laughs> Tech, by law, she's white. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sarah's story made headlines around the world. As, world, as word spread that the young black girl of Oklahoma owned a fortune in oil, men from all corners of the globe started writing to her about marriage proposals, oh and she was only 12. <laughs> so. Uh, I got nothing. Um, in addition, letters poured in um, from just people requesting loans from her. Um, hmm, yeah. And so, yeah. Anyways. Um, the Chicago Defender, back to them again, the country's most influential black newspaper, quickly took up Sarah Rector's case. In 1914, they published an article saying that Sarah's estate was being mismanaged, and Sarah herself lived in a shanty, in a shanty and dressed in rags. Mm. And the story called out for the white guardians of the, uh, the, you know, took care of Sarah's estate to be the problem why she was living in such conditions even though she was filthy rich. So they were blaming the Guardians. Yeah, they are blaming the Guardians. Hmm. Um, the cover- That's a twist I wasn't <laughs> expecting. Yeah, the coverage caught the attention of national black leaders such as Booker T. Washington and W.E.B. Um, du Bois. Du Bois? Du Bois. Yeah, du Bois. Du Bois. Du Bois. Sorry, I'm not French. Um, <laughs> who reached out to Sarah's family to improve their situation. Booker T. Washington um, offered to help with Sarah's education. She moved from Alabama and enrolled in the Tuskegee Institute's boarding school designed for teenagers, um, which he founded. And later she attended the Tuskegee University, um, who, where at the time she advocated for black civil rights. And then she got involved with the NAACP to mm. help um, protect the rights of black children. Nice. So she, she did a good amount yeah. for the black people the, at the just time. The community in general, mm-hmm. using her resources and stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. At the age of 18, Sarah Richter owned a cafe, a boarding house, a bakery, and numerous amounts of stock and bonds. She had also bought 2,000 acres of land. Um, when her family relocated to Kansas City, Missouri, Sarah bought a house on 12th Street, which is still known as the Rector House or the Rector Mansion. Oh, still? Yeah, still. Damn. So you can probably look that up and look at the house that she lived in. Nice. Um, and still in Oklahoma or? No, this is in Kansas City. Oh, okay. Um, in 1920, she married uh, Kenneth Campbell, and then she went to have three sons. She lived a comfortable life, enjoying her wealth. She had a taste for fine clothing and fast cars. <laughs> she was frequently ticketed by the police of the city for speeding. <laughs> she hosted frequent gatherings at her home for the leading members of the nation's African-American community. 
She also um, was remembered for sending her chauffeur to drive the children of the neighborhood to school. Hmm. She's pretty badass. That's cool. Um, her husband uh, partnered with her in 1928 to start um, a dealership called Homer um, Homer Roberts, um, and they moved to Chicago to open it. And uh, I'm sorry, the the auto dealership was called Roberts and Campbell. Oh, okay. And it's the it was the second African American owned auto dealership nice. at the time. Um, new car sales soon uh, filtered. They you know started to slow down because of the depression, and then it had they had to, they had to close. No. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um. And so then in 19. 19- 34, she married a guy named William Crawford. I'm not sure what happened with the second husband. I should probably <laughs> research that, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, they owned a restaurant where they entertained the likes of Count Bessie and Duke Ellington, who hmm. is a famous musician. Yeah. Um, there's nothing much about her that I was able to find, um, ex- except that she died on July 22nd, 1967, at the age of 65. And no. she's buried in the cemetery near her hometown in Taft. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, that's that's Sarah Richter, the black girl that is technically stumbled, white. Kind of stumbled into some, like, fortune just by leasing her crappy land. Yeah, the crappy land the government gave her, thinking <laughs> gave it was her. crappy land. Yeah. Yeah. Eat it, government. Yeah. <laughs> and that also named her white. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why that bothers me so much. I, I still don't understand like what the point of that was. Just so I, they, I guess she so she could have like freedom, the, like more access to different places, so she could spend her money. Yeah, and so like people are like, oh no, a black person can't be rich. Yeah, she's white. It says it on this document. She's white. I know there's probably one guy that was in there arguing for like, well, why don't we just give like black people the same rights that we have? What? And then it's just like it's crickets. Uh, <laughs> Who invited Hank? <laughs> Hank is crazy ideas. Giving black people freedom. What an idiot. <laughs> and then he just like gets laughed out of the room. Very cool. I, not a tragic story. No, mm-hmm. no early death or anything like that. So that's good. No, maybe her husband died. Yeah, and uh, maybe that's how she got remarried. I don't <laughs> she know. Killed him. Just kidding. <laughs> I, she's rich enough; she could get away with it. <laughs> yeah, she got the chauffeur to do it. Mm. That'd be a good chauffeur. <laughs> all full service. Yeah, you know what? I I, I remember hearing um, that people like celebrities are really close to their bodyguards and stuff like mm. that. And I'm like, I wonder if they have that kind of relationship with chauffeurs, too. Some of them, probably, yeah. yeah. I would imagine you see them a lot, probably. Like, you've, well, maybe not now because you can't really travel as much, but. Yeah. I definitely, like, want one of them to, like, be, like, a wise black woman just to give me advice all day and, like, <laughs> bring me, like, yummy food. And what, what would your Craigslist ad, or what would your wanted ad be um, if you were going to hire a chauffeur? Well, I mean. <laughs> It like doesn't have wanted. to be that. I just need one of them to be like that. <laughs> okay, that someone like super nice, like a kind of like a mother figure mm-hmm. that makes good food. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, and then just like another person, like oh maybe like uh, my bodyguard. <laughs> I want them just to be like really cool. I just have like hang out with them for like dinner or something. Yeah, scope them out and see if they could get my humor and 
you know, have interesting conversations yeah. and things like that. They can make the cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll, if, when we become celebrities from this super um, popular podcast, we can <laughs> look yeah. into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But speaking of celebrities, that actually has to do with my segment that we're going to wrap the show up with. So we're going to play something called Quiz Corner. Okay, so for this one, it's it's pretty simple. Okay. Um, we're going back to a game for you here. And I'm scared. Uh, don't be. It's you, you're going to have a 50-50 shot on, on all of these, so. And we're just going to see how well you can do. Okay. I went to celebritynetworth.com and uh, just a little background on like from their own website Mm -hmm. because you know what that's for right it's just kind of to see what people's like net worth is net worth is yeah (laughs) what celebrities (laughs) net worth is yeah um so they said our data is rooted in financial analysis market research and inside sources that we have meticulously developed over the last decade to maintain accuracy and knowledge at a minimum, each net worth estimate takes into account known salaries, real estate holdings, divorce records, royalties, lawsuits, and endorsements. So they factor in everything. They try to at least. Do you know like people on um, Instagram, like The Rock and uh, Kylie Jenner and whoever else, like make millions of dollars just for endorsements? Like a post, they can like earn up to a million dollars for a post about a product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that shit. Mm-hmm, I didn't pretty... get I'd like. I just need to be famous and then just like sell stuff for. Uh, I don't know, like Coke. <laughs> just like one little post. Yeah, that's like what like those influencer people do or whatever. The yeah, ones. I can take a good picture with a Coke can, <laughs> drinking it. Just we'll up like Selena. You have those mini cokes right now. We'll we'll put it on the Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll take a picture and then we'll add it to the um on Instagram and Facebook uh-huh. and say and, and see if maybe uh Coke will sponsor <laughs> Tag us. Them. Yeah. Look, we have twenty uh Instagram followers on our on our page. Yeah, you'll get a lot of new business with that <laughs> for sure. Um all right, so now that you know kind of what, what they factor in. Okay. They all, I have some pairings here. You're just going to tell me which one is worth more according to them. Okay. They're all going to have their own kind of theme that you'll see. So the first one I went with uh, people that are like, well, one is really in the, what's the word, in the zeitgeist right now because Hamilton just came out. So these are both, these are both uh, musicals, musical heavy people. So Lin-Manuel Miranda or Neil Patrick Harris. Which which mm-hmm. one do you think is is has a higher net worth right now? I'm gonna say Lin Manuel Miranda because he, because I'm not sure if Neil Patrick Harris really like created any musicals. Maybe mm-hmm. he has. I'm not sure, but I know for sure uh, Lin Manuel Miranda created, created Ham- Hamilton, Hamilton like- and and um, uh, what's that? What's that? The play called um, In the Heights. And that's a really... That's oh, he a, did another one, too? Yeah, In the Heights. It's, like, about um kid, like, you know, I think he's um, Puerto Rican or something. Oh, okay. Um, but it's, like, Life in New York and stuff like that. I haven't seen it, but I think there's a movie coming out mm. at yeah, some point. I didn't hear about it. Yeah, but it, it's a really um, popular musical. Oh, okay. So... Hmm. Okay, so um, Lin-Manuel Miranda... According to Celebrity Net Worth, is worth eighty million dollars. Mm-hmm. 
And Neil Patrick Harris is fifty million. Okay. So you got one point there. I'm gonna keep a keep a score nice. of these. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven total. So we'll see if you can get at least four of these, maybe. Okay. All right, number two. Tiger Woods or Michael Jordan? Mm, probably Michael Jordan. Pretty, pretty much the heights of their sports. Yeah, but I, I don't know because I just don't know much about Tiger Woods besides that he's a golf player. Mm-hmm. And he's apparently really good. <laughs> he's apparently <laughs> really good. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I know I watch golf. I don't know the shit. But uh, but Michael Jordan like has done like movies <clears throat> as the Air Jordans. Mm-hmm. You know, like just done so much advertising and mm-hmm. things like that. I feel like he has to be making more money than Tiger Woods. Okay. If um, and, and that just might be my bias because I don't pay attention. Maybe. To well, uh, let's find out. <laughs> so I'll start with Tiger. He's worth eight hundred million dollars. Dang. So Lin Manuel was eighty. I guess, he, I, I guess he's really good at golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, this is Mindy's arrogance Mi- about sports. Yeah, this is Mindy's sports corner. <laughs> Michael Jordan is worth two point two billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they had Last Dance that just came out too. That was mm-hmm. huge. I think the most watched documentary ever, or something like maybe televised. Um, so yeah, on top of his endorsements, like it's just no contest. Yeah. Right, next one. This will be interesting for you. These are both very well known authors of huge franchises: J.R.R. Tolkien or J.K. Rowling. You know what they both do, obviously. Yes, I do. And they're both initial people for some reason. And it's it's hard because Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings are such big, (laughs) not only books, but movies and all the merchandise and shit. Um, But... I'm gonna go with J.K. Rowling just because just just because I I, I know more about like Harry Potter stuff than Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Like stuff. how you just tie it to your own thing. And, and, and I don't know. That's <laughs> that's the thing. Like I don't. It's working so far. I, it's just because I, I don't really pay attention to Lord of the Rings stuff, and hmm. so it's just it doesn't seem as big as a deal to me as like Harry Potter stuff. I mean, shit, you see Harry Potter shit all over Hot Topic and stuff. Yeah. I don't, don't really okay. see a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff. And so you want to go with J.K.? Yeah. All right. I'll start with J.K. Rowling. She's um, valued at $1 billion. Mm. And J.R.R. Tolkien is valued at $500 million. So Dang. you got another point right there. She's at $1 billion. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just see more merchandise for Harry Potter than yeah. for. Do you what is? Do you know what JK stands for? And oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know it either. I don't care to look it up. Um, all right, next one. I did see the Hobbit movies; those were good. Oh yeah, but the other Lord of the Rings movie, yeah, I, I haven't seen any of them, yeah. so I can't comment on them. <laughs> I, from what I've heard, they're good, but I don't know. I'm sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> all right, next one. You'll have a another particular interest in this one. We're going NFL. So these are both like pretty much legendary tight ends. Um, Zach Ertz or Jason Witten of of the your rival Cowboys. Which one has a net worth uh, that's um, more right now? Um, I'm gonna say it's gonna be Jason Witten, but I'm gonna say Zach Ertz because it's my pride. So you your answer? What which do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to take that answer. I'm just gonna. Uh, I feel like it's Jason Witten, but I'm just going to say Zach Ertz because I just want him to. Okay, so your answer is Zach Ertz. Yeah. 
Okay. Jason Witten is valued at $12 million. Uh, Zach Ertz is valued at $16 million. Oh, good for him. <laughs> so you got four. You're four for four. Yeah, and then you got Julie Ertz. And as a bonus, I got her value, but oh, I want to see if you can guess just straight up. So he he's 16, but remember, he's a man playing football. Yeah, I was going to say, she's a <laughs> and, woman and she earns less, which is not fair. <laughs> she's like... And she's, yeah, she's a you, you know, it's like when, when the U.S. won, the women's U.S. team won the, that soccer? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I was, I was like proud, like proud to be American right now, and I was like, I haven't had that feeling in quite a while. And I had, hey, it's the Fourth of July. We we gotta be proud today. Yeah, we gotta be proud of our fucking women kicking ass in soccer. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they literally kicked ass. Yeah. Like everyone else sucked compared to them. Yeah. Anyways, oh, that's that's them every every Olympics or every World Cup. Yeah. Every everything really. Yeah. Um. So what do you guess her worth is right now? Um, I'm guessing like maybe three million. Three million on the dot. Oh my god, really? I'm gonna give you a fifth point for that. Nice. <laughs> you got three million exactly. So basically, her and Jason Witten don't equal one Ertz. Oh, Zach Ertz, because <laughs> he's right at twelve. So well done. All right, this one maybe this next one will get you because right now you're just dominating. Mick Jagger or Elton John. I felt like I, I had to find some that are close. So most of these have not been that close, but I, I tell you now, this one's pretty close. Okay. So Mick Jagger, Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool band. <laughs> what a great assessment. And this has been Mindy's Music Reviews. <laughs> yeah, Rolling Stones, cool rock band. Elton John. Um, his songs are kind of random, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Crocodile one. Yeah. He's kind of random in Yeah, general. that's true. I need to watch that movie. <laughs> But I'm going to say Elton John because of that movie that came out. Maybe that... It pushed helped. him over. Yeah. Over the the hump. All right. So Elton John is valued at $450 million. Meanwhile, Mick Jagger of the Rolling Stones, as you said, and of that one movie that he was ever in. Oh, yeah. That bad movie we watched? <laughs> yeah. He was actually not a bad actor. I don't know. I think, but when we were listening to... The, there's a How Did This Get Made podcast about bad movies and... They said that he like didn't want to act after that movie. <laughs> um, so four fifty for Elton John. Uh, Mick Jagger is valued at five hundred million. Oh, man. So he got he got you by uh, fifty million there. So you don't get any I, points I, on I that one. I still would have picked um, Elton John because also like Rolling Stones is a whole band. So I'm like he's got to share the wealth with the. Mm-hmm. Other band uh, well, it's just him though. It's the, this isn't the. Oh, oh, you mean you mean like Rolling Stones money? Yeah, yeah, is divided. yeah. Okay, I get it. All right, two more here. So you've gotten uh, four out of five, including a bonus Juilliard's miracle one. <laughs> All right, two more. This one is just another like all time greats okay. in sports. Tom Brady or Roger Federer? Mm. That's hard. <laughs> talk me through your process because I know you know more about one than the other, but. Well, I mean, I've learned more about Roger Federer because of you. I, I mean, I didn't even know who the fuck he was until <laughs> you started watching tennis, and I'm like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah. Both probably considered the best in their sport. And, and, you know, well, I know both of them are, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's like, whenever they win whatever cups you win in tennis, <laughs> right? The, what uh, is it? Wimbledon? I don't know if they call them cups, but. Wimbledon Championship. Championship. There you yeah, go. Yeah, like championships like that, they like earn millions of dollars mm-hmm. that way. And you can have, you can, can't you enter in several a year? Yeah. 
They they play like year round basically. Yeah. As you can play as much or a little as you want. It'll affect your rankings and stuff if you don't. But but Tom you know. Brady's like been at it for like since the early two thousands or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you this. So has Federer, but. Well, yeah, but I mean, I feel like as years went by, his pay grade just increased after mm-hmm. winning Super Bowl after Super Bowl, except in 2017 when yeah. the Eagles won. Um, but then they beat us before, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm just going to say Roger Federer. Roger Federer. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't want it to be Tom Brady. <laughs> That's why? Yeah. It looked like you were all of your arguments were headed towards Brady, and then you just <laughs> couldn't say his name. Well, it worked with the, with Earth, so let's see how it goes. Tom Brady's net worth is $200 million. Roger Federer, who's won, I think, maybe 18 Grand Slams, something close to that, uh, he's valued currently at $450 million, Dang. which is the same as Elton John. <laughs> so that's another point for you nice. with one left. So you're already definitely in the winning column on this one. All right, last one. These are both comedians. Is it um, Ellen DeGeneres or Dave Chappelle? I feel like it's got to be Ellen. It's got to be Ellen. Yeah, because of the talk show and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Pretty straightforward. Um, Ellen DeGeneres is valued at $490 million, even more than Roger <laughs> Federer. And Dave Chappelle is valued at $50 million, So Yeah. Definitely it made an easy one at the end, because I thought maybe you would be struggling at this point, but obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> So, I just talked through them and yeah. I, I get it right. So on that note, what did you get? Um, you only missed Mick Jagger and Elton John. I so, think so. Yeah. Very nice. So you've been on fire on these games lately. Yeah, I know. You know a lot about filthy rich people. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never know what you're going to learn about yourself. I, I think it just it's just like... Uh, if I have a basic understanding, mm-hmm. if you told me like Kylie Jenner and like some other, oh, yeah, see, I want, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I know you're not great with names too, so I also didn't want to put like some actors that you might not know by their name. Yeah. So all of these people are recognizable, and most of them are kind of within the same ballpark. Um, I did. I was gonna try to. I was trying to do different fields, as you've noticed, like you know, singers and then um, authors and. I was going to try to do like Gordon Ramsay and any other chef, but he just blows them away. So easily. yeah, uh, any, anyone you put against him, <laughs> yeah. maybe like Wolfgang Puck or something. He, he, even his was like, I think Gordon Ramsay was like 220. Uh, it just makes so many shows. Like, does he ever take breaks? <laughs> I don't think Gordon Ramsay um, sleeps. <laughs> um, but yeah, Gordon Ramsay's was 220. And then if you go to Wolfgang Puck. Two twenty million for him, and then Wolfgang Puck is ninety million. So yeah, almost you know a third, of, and he's like you know Wolfgang Puck. Yeah. So I Has was like, yeah, I can't really keep, I can't really put chefs on here. And then Guy Fieri was like ten million or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so but I, I feel I, like maybe Guy Fieri is happier that way. Like he doesn't need to earn millions, just like yeah, probably as long as he has he likes and his burgers and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so good job. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how it came to me, but I was just like, I'm I'm curious about a lot of these two, just like how they stack up with each other. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of going down the rabbit hole, looking at a bunch of people's salaries and like, or values and I'm like, damn. <laughs> All right. Well, to Sarah Rector, I think yeah. we wrapped up another, mine was just about celebrities but yours had, had more important uh civil rights civil rights stuff and yeah. the first uh and fucking the 
uh, white people yeah. and the <laughs> racist government, which we're still going through today, unfortunately, even mm-hmm. though it's been like 100 years. <laughs> yeah. Literally, more than 100 years since he was, she was born. Yeah. So, anyway. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Yeah, America. <laughs> no, but we're still happy to be here. You know, there's yeah. still a lot of work to do, but, you know, um, I don't know. <laughs> we'll try to do our part as best we can and uh, get through all this shit that's going on. For sure. All right. Let's, all right. To that, let's go ahead and raise our glasses here and go grab a refill. All right. Bye. Bye. Jagger, Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool band. <laughs> <laughs>